Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Ask the Expert North Texas here on News Radio 1080 KRLD. Thanks so much for staying with us. I'm David Rankin. And I'm Kristen Diaz. Joining us this afternoon is Amy Wilburn. She is a bankruptcy attorney with Goldfinch, uh, Lincoln Goldfinch Law. And uh, Amy, you know, we were coming to you today to, to ask more about maybe your reaction to how millennials are currently seeing an increase in debt. There's a latest study saying that they've been piling this on more so in the past three years than we've seen in recent history. What was your reaction to that? It's not surprising to me at all. Uh, We know that over the last three years, we had some little nudges from the government. We had some stimulus checks and, you know, other kinds of help to help us make ends meet while the pandemic was in full swing. But now that we're seeing less help in the form of stimulus checks and increased inflation, it really takes a lot more to stretch a dollar. So I'm not surprised that millennials and Gen Z are accruing more debt than we've seen before. Study from Lending Club just out today talked about the fact that 60% of adults right now are living paycheck to paycheck. That includes people that make a lot of money in their paychecks and they're having to do the same thing. This seems like a a very high number. Is this normal? Well, it's not great, but it is pretty normal. We don't have a culture here of saving. We don't have a culture of financial education. So a lot of times people don't know what's available to them. Um, We borrow money based on what we think is happening in our lives right now. No one anticipated a pandemic. You don't usually anticipate getting laid off from, from your work. So it feels okay to borrow money because, well, I'm working, I'll just pay it back. And then you have some kind of catastrophe, a medical incident, and you can't pay it back. So then we see more people defaulting on their loans. Let's talk about that culture for a second. We're living in a time where banks hardly even have staff inside their buildings anymore. I mean, everything is done online. And unfortunately, online can uh, research can lead you to um, some incorrect information, especially with a lot of uh, millennials and Gen Zers and Gen Xers going to TikTok for, you know, these, you know, uh, financial resources. How important is it that we find trusted sources? And what do you recommend for millennials that are seeing their debt increasing year after year? Um, Who should they reach out to? Well, they can always talk to their parents who have lived longer than they have. And uh, usually, I mean, I say this as the mother of a Gen Z person, 
Um, you know, we we have seen what interest does to our credit, and we know what it means when you take out a credit card or purchase a car on credit. So definitely talk to your to your family. We don't really talk in this country about money with one another. So there are financial planners out there. There are bankruptcy attorneys like me. I'm always giving financial advice to folks. Um, but you got to talk about it in your community to find out what is your trusted source. Um, there are some ideas online that are pretty good. And we've got Dave Ramsey and all, Susie Orman and all of those big financial gurus. Um, and they have some strategies. And then there are some really not great strategies that people are learning off of TikTok as well. Yeah, the whole issue in dealing with credit card debt, it's almost a trillion dollars at this point around the country. And it just seems to keep growing. You mentioned before about education. Why don't schools teach financial education, especially in high school? Some do. Um, I wish more did. Uh, and I think it's just a matter of resources. We just, there aren't enough hours in the day to get everything in when we also have to teach reading, writing, and arithmetic. It's awfully hard to get all of that squeezed in. And there aren't a lot of private companies out there who do offer this kind of financial education. Um, you mentioned that very high number of credit card uh, balances being carried right now. And a lot of that is because with prices soaring, they're having to use more credit just to buy the necessities. And millennials and Gen Z, they don't have as many years in the workforce. So they're not the, at the peak of their income at this point. Um, their credit might not be as glorious as their elders. So it's harder to pay off those loans. I'm a millennial. I think of my mother, for example, in the 80s, uh, who didn't have a credit card when she was my age. But like, let's fast forward now. I'm in my 30s. I can't think about my life without a credit card. Um, just that one generation gap. How do we see millennials running this rat race? Do you expect more millennials to hit bankruptcy? A hundred percent. Yeah. And and you bring up a very important point, Kristen. Um, my parents' generation, mothers did not actually have the authority to have a credit card on their own without their husband's permission. Um, and so that is just two generations behind us. So if we're not talking with our our nieces and nephews and kids and friends and church members about what it means to borrow money and what compound interest really does to our balances, then we're doing them a grave disservice and they end up calling my office and they're not very happy about it. There used to be groups around called Consumer Credit Counseling Service. I'm not sure if it's even still in existence at this point. Do agencies like that help as well? Um, actually, in 2005, Congress, in all of its wisdom, required that people take a consumer credit counseling course online before they file a bankruptcy. Um, it can be helpful, but what I see with that, and it's just a very cursory one-hour sort of thing, is that with 68% of bankruptcies being filed because of medical debt and not because of overspending, it's a little insulting to tell people, well, you really should have allocated your funds differently to avoid a bankruptcy when they said, I can't help that my child had leukemia. Sorry, that's just, that's what's happening here. So they know why they are in 
the pickle that they're in. They know why they can't afford to make their payments. They know that bananas are so much more expensive than they used to be. So I don't think a cursory online course is going to solve the problem for them. Budgeting, on the other hand, a financial management strategy might be more helpful. What are some of the typical cases you mentioned for one medical debt that can lead people to bankruptcy? Um, what are some other red flags that people should maybe re- reserve for their own household and review to make sure that they're not leading that same down that same path? I'm a big proponent of people tracking their expenses. Um, it's not exciting. It's not glamorous. Um, personally, I like to pour myself a cup of tea and turn on Love Island and I just download all my transactions from my bank. And when I do that, I can see where my money is going. I often tell the story that if you had asked me before I started doing this, Amy, how much are you spending on eating out? I would have said, you know, I really limit myself to $100, $150 a month for eating out. And then I did that little strategy and it turned out it was closer to $600 a month. So we don't really know and we typically underestimate how much we're spending in different categories. So the very best thing that we can do is take a look at where your spending is going. I've taught my daughter, she's 23 and her two housemates just recently asked her to teach them how to do their budgeting. And so, you know, just little by little, we're, we're learning how to make those differences. Kristen mentioned the fact that we're doing so much of our banking online. And one thing that there are no shortage of are apps like Wally and Pocket Guard and others that can actually show you how to make a budget and how to do this and to keep your financial house in order. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We have mint.com and you need a budget and so many, and even sometimes the apps of our banks themselves will also categorize expenses. And gosh, if you're not making use of that in your own life, you should be doing it right away. It does take some input from you. It's only as good as the information that it has. So if you're not regularly going in and tracking and seeing what those expenses are, Or if you get the alert that you're at your budget limit for eating out and you just ignore it, it's also not going to help you very much. But like I said, I, you know, I set aside once a week, Sunday nights, I turn on some trashy television show, pour myself a glass of milk, and then I'm just taking half an hour to take a look at what I'm actually doing and how I can do better in the week ahead. You talk about um, using some of these apps, but are they safe? Yes, um, they really, really... In, in my experience, I have not heard of too many breaches of security for those. Um, they often link straight to your bank. So your bank has an encryption piece to it. And then the apps also have an encryption piece to it. And hopefully everybody uses really strong passwords. They change them frequently and they put a lock on their phone. And it's the problem with, of course, with doing online banking and, and doing so much of the stuff on the phone is it is easy to ignore what you have because in in the old days when you had an actual registry for your checkbook and you had an actual savings out you could actually see how much money you're bringing in if you paid attention to it it was you know kind yeah. of it's tougher to uh, to to go over what you have it's true and and i'm from the pre debit card era i remember a time when on fridays there were no atms you go into the bank you take out your cash for the weekend 
And then you don't, that's what you have until Monday morning. That's, that's it. You're not going to overspend. You're not going to blow $500 at the local bar. Um, you know, this is what you have. What you take out is what you got. And uh, we didn't have as many credit cards. We didn't have as much default. We didn't have as much bankruptcy when we operated that way. Amy, any other tips or advice you'd like our listeners to know? You know, um, I would recommend that if people of any age are finding themselves in a position where they're having a hard time making ends meet, or they're seeing their credit card balances go up, 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 there are several different things you can do. We've talked about tracking your spending. You can also negotiate with your lender. If you have to miss a payment, negotiate with them. Maybe there's a forbearance that's available to you. You can also, uh, if your car is very expensive, a voluntary surrender of an expensive call car is less damaging on your credit than an actual repossession. You also might want to refinance some of your debt. There are all kinds of cards out there with introductory offers, 0% interest for one year. Transfer your balance, pay it off in that year or as close as you can, and you're going to save yourself a lot of money in the long run. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 